This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with episode 102 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And it is me, the Lone Bolt Wanderer. We have a very special guest joining us today. No care from ACG, sadly. Yeah, what up, guys? I'm Doom Never. I'm never that kid on Twitter, and uh, I make memes on Twitter, <laughs> and I carry yes, Matt at Overwatch. Do. Oh, it's time. <laughs> I carry Matt. Yeah, and um, yeah, they, they got me on because uh, this is my specialty. Yeah. So topic. before we get into today's headline, I just want to let you guys know we, once again, have fixed the issue on mobile. We've been getting a lot of tweets lately that people weren't able to listen on mobile. I talked to our programmer. He seems to have fixed it now and should be on top of things from this point moving forward. So if you haven't been able to listen on the go, you still can with all the options we offer down below, whether it's iTunes, Google Play. iTunes sucks, by the way. I mean, it's the most optimal listening platform, but to get it on there is such a pain. And then we offer a couple yeah. of other options as well through different links and so on that you guys can use to listen on the go. So anyway, thank you guys for your patience with that. As always, if you want to become a guest, consider signing up to the Patreon. Now... Let's get into this week's headline talking about Destiny 2. Now, Never, one of the main reasons we brought you on is because uh-huh. of your playtime on Destiny 1. I think this would be a pretty biased discussion if if you weren't here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, would you kindly share with everyone how many hours? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to get roasted for this in the comments, but I have 2,020 hours on Destiny, and that is 84.16 days. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I regret all of it. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, most and of it. You wanna, most of it. Sitting in the chair. If you want to, like, <laughs> yeah. tell your, your destiny story, story, so to say, like, you know, so people don't oh, think yeah. you're, like, a crazy fanboy who still plays it nowadays yeah. and whatnot. Okay, so, so the game came out in 2014. I used to be a Call of Duty, like, only player, basically. I, I play a few games, but mostly Call of Duty. And 2014, like, Matt, I know you, you know about this, but, like, you think 2014 is one of the worst years for games? I, I agree, too. And since I'm, like, one of the only people that like first-person shooters and just play first-person shooters, I like Destiny because it had, like, PvE and PvP. And I didn't really like any other game that came out that year. So I mainly played that. And this is kind of sad, but most of my 84 days <laughs> were in the first year of Destiny, like, 2014 to 2015. And then I you slowly. You mean like the, the worst bit of Destiny? Yeah, like, like 60 of those days were in the first year. And then I slowly stopped playing because uh, I think going into 2015, there were like a lot better games like Witcher 3 and Fallout. And I oh, started yeah. playing other games and then stopped playing like less and less Destiny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. here's the thing is I think all of us have, at least around that age, have lots of days and games we're not too proud of. I remember. Um, World at War is one that I, I don't mind because I think that's like the best Call of Duty. But yeah, you should I, fucking I be remember, proud of that. I remember oh, though, Modern Warfare 2. That was a really broken game at launch, and it's still pretty broken with the one-man army, Danger Close, Noob Tubes. But I had 55 uh-huh. days on that uh, from high school. I used to play that like, religiously. Eh. It, it, it was absolutely disgusting. But, you know, <laughs> it, like I said, it, I had the similar thing where I 
said, all right, I kind of want to play something else, and I went and bought the Sly HD collection, and from there, I just started playing a bunch of single-player games. I, I remember it so well, because, like, I just, like, my brain flipped the switch one day, and it's like I advanced a year in maturity. I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I think I'm done with just shooting people mindlessly. I kind of want something more from my video games, and that's how I, I got off the COD train loan. Do you have any games you've submitted tons of hours in that you're not particularly proud of? Fuck me. Look, it, it would have to be modern... No. You know what? I got into Modern Warfare 2 pretty late, so it was definitely the Call of Duty after that. But I, I think in terms of sheer hours, it would probably have to be like Borderlands 2 with my mate getting all the achievements. Oh, God. Like, I mean, but that's a great I, I game. Spent, that, that's it's a, a great that's time well spent. Borderlands 2? Yeah. But like oh. we, you know, got all the achievements for the main game and the, and the DLC too. So it, it was pretty crazy. But I, I'm not upset about that. I'm actually you know, pretty happy with with my experiences with Borderlands too. Yeah, I yeah. Feel you. I'm one of the only people that did not like it. Maybe uh, I didn't give enough of a chance. Uh, but one of these days, <laughs> me, you, Brian, Connor, will yeah, pick up the hands question because that, that's something that I think you I just need. The, you need the squad for that. I think, it, and you need to pl- yeah. I did have a squad, but. Uh, we kind of quit a little bit early. I don't know. I mean, you played the first one, you said, right? We started with the pre-sequel, hated that, and then we went to Oh, two. you never start we with the pre-sequel, like though. Yeah, no, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I told them, let's start with two. And then one of my friends was like, but the pre-sequel came first. I'm like, are you stupid? They're like, no, let's just start with the pre-sequel. I'm like, okay, what? fine. Why would you not start with Borderlands 1? No, it didn't come with Borderlands 1. I don't think it did. No, nah, it didn't. I'm, I'm oh, sure they're going to release a remaster for that soon enough, though. They said that they wouldn't, but like with all the Borderlands three hype already picking up. Anyway, oh yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about Destiny two. All right, so it was right. revealed this week through. Uh, there was a teaser trailer, then there was a worldwide reveal. They were both CGI trailers. Didn't really tell you much about the game unless you did the additional research. Um, Doom, I know you got some of the information on hand for us here, but overall impressions for me so far, it's like, I'm willing to give the game a second chance. Uh, for me, I was pretty excited. Like everyone, I was really excited for destiny because it was from Bungie. I love Halo to death. And so seeing them work on something new, destiny had me stoked. I remember playing it and being like many others sorely disappointed. Um, I did do a lot of PVE though. Because I thought that was a lot of fun. That was, you know, the most flushed out area of the game. But when it came to the RNG loot system, that has, quote, been fixed. Which I don't really think it has been. Uh, it has. It, has it? It has. So now, like, if you're it's the fixed. best player in the lobby, you get the best loot? Yeah. Yeah, wow, well, rocket science. No, 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 I won't say <laughs> that. But, like, I won't say, no, 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 no. You get a lot of stuff now, like... Like, if I go on right now, I literally have, like, 50 weapons that are all max light level, and I don't know what to do with them. Like, I just delete them, because that's how much stuff I have now. Yeah. All right. So, like they, they give that's me the thing, now. is that a lot of people have been telling me when I, I roasted Destiny 2 on Twitter, I was like, all right, like, everyone's getting excited, but the first one, for many, not all, was disappointing. On top of that, we haven't seen gameplay for it, and they already announced, like, the Deluxe Edition, the Expansion Pass, and all that stuff. It, it, for me, it's been a bit of a rough start. Um, but people have said it's improved through DLC. Now, you can say the same thing about Star Wars Battlefront. That, that's a game that definitely, I agree, has improved through DLC. But the thing is that you kind of had to buy a whole second game to get what the original Destiny promised. And that kind of brushes me the wrong way. But I think it's a lot. It's going to be a lot like Battlefront 2, where 
they have the framework established. They know what works. They know what's going to bring in new fans and keep their old ones. So that's why I'm willing to give Destiny 2 a chance. But right now, like, I'm just not interested because I haven't seen anything. Mm. Yeah. How much was Battlefront's DLC? Like, make it, like, a complete game? I think game the season code? pass was 50 bucks. Okay. You want to know how much Destiny's was? It was... First one was 20. The second one was 20. Taken King was 40. And then Rise of Iron was 30. Oh, my. If you add all that, that up, that's 110. And then plus 60 with the base game. 170. But the, no, the question is, yeah. was it worth it? Was it worth it? Okay. Want to know my opinion on all the DLCs? Sure. Like, first one, okay, the first two, I had a lot of fun with it because I, I like Destiny and m- my friends grabbed it. And I, I use Destiny to like play with friends and it, it's a lot of fun playing with friends. And yeah. the first one was good. Like if you're in the Destiny community, but if we're talking hard facts, it was actually trash and it was not worth $20. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, God. Okay, the second one, it's the fl- it's the opposite. It was actually worth $20 if you look at the facts. But a lot yeah. of the people in the community did not like it. Because the second one did not come with a raid. And then Taken King was good. That was definitely worth $40. I wouldn't say it, it felt like an actual, like, new game. But it, it was it was a really good DLC. It was big, too. And then Rise of Iron, it was, like, it was okay. It was good. It wasn't, like, anything ridiculous, though. I'd say it's still worth $30, though. What were the first two? Um, the Dark Below and House of Wolves. Okay, yeah, now I remember. Dark Below, there were three story missions. Like, all three of them were, like, 30 minutes in total. And then they added three new weapons, and they were all trash. And then the raid was super short, but it was super fun. And then there was one strike. And then okay, more PvP maps. This is map. the question that I have, right? Like, and this is me not having played any of the DLC for, for Destiny. But it seems like there's all these DLC, people get angry, oh, this is shit, blah, blah, blah. Why do you keep playing? Like, what's the incentive? Actually, think, the... For me, I think it's because some people don't have... I, I'm not saying this is for the entire Destiny, Destiny community, but I think some people don't have the money for other games, so... you know. But they have money for DLC. It's true, wait... I just kind of went back on my argument there. I'm I'm just thinking because, (laughs) you know, I I remember when I was in high school and and it was like uh, one game every once in a while. And even if I didn't like that game, I still put all my time and effort into it because it was the only new thing I had. But yeah, if you're buying the DLC, maybe you have the thought that this could change it, make it the game you want it to be. Yeah, but this is just my thing. Like, I, I I can't see myself putting that many hours and days into a game unless i'm actually enjoying it in some way i don't i don't understand when people play a game that they at at every chance take to criticize and say they don't enjoy it because they're still playing it Mm -hmm. so there must be something working Mm -hmm. dude that that is actually the pvp community that that is literally the pvp community it like i i I stopped playing destiny like a little bit i still played a little bit once in a while but i still follow like some of the destiny players that i met yeah. Literally, when I get on Twitter, all they do is That's complain cool. about PvP. Yeah, all that all they do is complain about PvP. None of them huh. complain about the PvE stuff. It's just PvP stuff. They always complain about that because Bungie has like a issue with like balancing stuff and like every time they release like an update, thing new is like really overpowered, and then everyone gets really mad. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked Man. the PvP because you could do like all your special powers that you unlock from the PvE in there. So you could do that uh, thing where that girl turns into some type of shadow blade thing and you carve people off. I, <laughs> I don't fucking blade. remember. What? I, I, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> I don't remember. Can't you, like, go cloaked with the girl and she has, like, a 
like blades or something and you can one hit someone isn't that like one of your abilities? Oh, the blade dancer. Yeah, yeah. Look, dude, yeah, I haven't played. I haven't played since like I think October of the year it came out. Like it's been that long. <laughs> oh, oh. <sighs> the, th- the thing about the blade dancer. Now, I don't follow the PvP that much, but if I am getting this correct, apparently the blade dancer was shit, and they nerfed it. Like I don't, I don't really get the logic behind that because apparently it was overpowered, but everyone was complaining that it was underpowered, and then they nerfed it again. <laughs> Makes no sense. I, I don't know. That's funny. Like, I remember one of my friends was getting so mad because the Blade Dancer got nerfed, and it was, like, a really shitty class. Like the Yeah, blade and it's not like you can just flip classes. Broken. Like, when you build a character, yeah. you're stuck with that class. Am I correct? Or I'm, am I remembering right? No, you um pick, like, Hunter, Titan, Warlock, and then That's within those right. classes, you have subclasses. Are yeah. they going to be adding any new ones? They added new ones with the Taken King, but... Uh-huh. I'm going to assume they're adding a few subclasses in Destiny 2 because they'd be kind of stupid not to. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so with all of this, right, I'm going to make the broad assumption that Destiny is a better game now than what it was at launch. Is that loosely correct? Yeah, it is. So should this give people more confidence in Destiny 2? That's a good question. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. With Rise of Iron and Taken King, they have improved the story a little bit. It's It's nothing like... It's not Bioshock or Last of Us or fucking Witcher, but, like, it's still good. <laughs> I'm not the I mean. one mentioning like, Bioshock, Matty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he he loves it mean? just like, as much as you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Yeah. yeah, but um, the story got improved. The RNG got improved. Um, PvP, PvP kind of got shittier over the years. I won't lie. Like, mm-hmm. even I don't really like it that much anymore. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot of people are pretty confident with Destiny 2. Because they have shown that they could improve Destiny 1. They did. And apparently there were a lot of development problems during Destiny 1 with rewriting the story. Apparently they got sued. Yeah. A lot of shit went down that I think fucked the original product, where yeah. I'm assuming that's not going to happen again, considering they've been really quiet with Destiny 2 and they just revealed it and it's apparently coming out in September. So I'd imagine that yeah. um, they're, they're trying their best to avoid what happened with the first Destiny, which was a, a big hype cycle that led to... Yeah. I'm a like a major face plant. Um, for me, my big question is with this story, could I pick up the Destiny whatever edition that has all the DLC and understand what's probably going to happen in two? Or uh, is it is it still reliant on the Grimoire, which is that like out of um, the game? App? You can understand it pretty well. You understand it pretty well. Yeah, because yeah. that's one thing that turned me off, is I hated yeah. that you had to go on an app to read the grimoire and the, the lore, because yeah. Destiny's universe, you know, I'm a big universe guy. That, a good that, universe. Yeah, like, I love getting into game universes, but when I got to leave that universe to learn about it, that's what kind of pushed me away from Destiny even more, is I was willing to maybe go that extra effort, but at the end of the day, it was just too cumbersome. I mean, do you know what I would have liked when playing the original Destiny? And, and I'm not, I keep mentioning this fucking game, all right? And and I'm sorry for everyone that gets sick of it, but what it? I would have liked <laughs> is like I don't necessarily like reading a bunch of shit in, in the game. Mm-hmm. I like keeping playing, but also there being some way to still get immersed in the story and to understand it. Just have audio logs, audio logs of like you know, uh, repeating what the grimoire says. Mm-hmm. Why why can't we have that? So you're still with your friends, you're still shooting, PvPing, all that shit, and you're just listening to some small snippets of the story every now and again. I don't I don't even remember if Destiny One had audio logs, but if they would have used those, that would be awesome. What's who's, who's going to be the? Uh, fuck, 
I'm, I'm the name's not coming to my head right now. But who, is Peter Dinklage Driver. still going to do the? No, they. Um, oh, he was dropped, wasn't he? Back in the Taken King, they replaced him with Nolan North. Oh yeah. yeah. The ghost, and they re they re-recorded every single line <laughs> from the original story with Nolan North's voice. Now, what, what was that? Because he was just busy, you know, with his. I think it was because he was busy. I think it's because he was yeah. busy and he was really expensive. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Apparently, he wasn't good either. I remember reading it. I think it was a Kotaku article saying he he just didn't sound into it at all. But I mean, he he's supposed to be like a robot thing. I don't know how you can get really into it. And, and... Yeah. Well, his voice would have been altered for that shoot, anyways. Yeah. Right. I'm assuming. Yeah. So. I'll be honest. I don't really like Nolan North that much either as the ghost. <laughs> what? Nolan North? Are you serious? It could just be the writing. I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know. It could Maybe just be that it's like a robot. A, genuinely Maybe's... a hard character to play. Yeah, that could be it, too. I mean, you, you're talking about the guy behind, you know, Uncharted. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's good in Uncharted, but, like, I'm not I'm not a huge Uncharted fan. I've said this before. It's just, like... It, oh, same. Yeah, you already know this, though. Yeah, it, it's, like... I don't mean to get off track here. It's just that I like I know my opinion's the unpopular one because my favorite Uncharted is the first one. I mean, I haven't played four, but I played one, two. Minus four. I tried three, and I was just like, you know what? And this is a while ago. I was like, you know what? I don't feel like playing this anymore, and I, I never bothered to finish, and then Connor reviewed four for me on my channel. And uh, it's just I don't get into that Indiana Jones Explorer type of game and shit. It's just not for me, weirdly enough. Dude, you know, you know the funny thing. I was playing three, and I almost fell asleep. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, I almost fell asleep. Like, how do you fall asleep while playing the game? I've only fallen asleep on three games: Borderlands, Division, and Uncharted Three. <laughs> like, this kid. I don't know why. Like, huh? I understand. I, I understand falling asleep during. We were the playing movie. Borderlands too. Listen, one of the reasons <laughs> we quit was because fuck. Um, <laughs> three of us, we got headaches. Then, like, when we like turn off our playstations, we got headaches, and then. I, I told him, yo, I got a headache last night. Did you guys get a headache? And they're like, yeah, I got a headache last night. It was really fucking bad. I'm like, yeah, I'm quitting. So you're like, fuck Yeah, this we're just game. like, I'm done. So I'm not getting a headache. <laughs> I think I went to go try it again, like, a few weeks after. And then I swear I was almost falling asleep. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I can't. Was... Here's the thing is I can understand that. Because I remember when I played the first Borderlands, I remember I did, like, a co-op playthrough. And now I was on that, like, big... Uh, I almost said Persona, Jesus, that big Borderlands grind, ah. and yeah. um, I, I decided to start a new character up, and Noah got off, and I tried playing by myself, and part of it was oh. because, I mean, I was already into it, and I knew what was going on, but yeah, like, I bored started to get fuck, bored pretty fast. I, I think Borderlands is a vastly different game if you play by yourself. I, I just I, I've told this story a thousand times where I bought Borderlands, and I'm a huge Borderlands fan fanatic right mm -hmm. and i bought yep. the first borderlands returned it because i was playing by myself i'm like this is the most boring game i've ever played and then my friend convinced me to pick it up again and we played it together and i fell in love with it yeah. it's one of those games like a destiny uh, like someone like call of duty i guess like, i know you can play call of duty on your own and it's still beast mode but it's still more fun with people yeah it's one of those games that you need to play with a friend mm -hmm. and then you enjoy it more no, I agree. Same thing could be said, I think, for Overwatch. Overwatch, a lot of people have like have come to me and said, like, um, how do you think Overwatch is so good? I'm like, do you play with friends? They're like, no, I do solo queue. I'm like, that's why. 
I was like, yeah, get, get it with some friends. You can enjoy Overwatch by yourself. I enjoy it by myself. I think you can, <laughs> but I mean, part of the fun of Overwatch is winning, and you have a way better chance yeah. when you're working together. I think. Uh, but can, can I be honest here? Oh, like, you go to game part, chat. <laughs> like, part of the reason why I think that, you know, that there are games that when you play on your own, they're not fun, but when you play with a bunch of people, they are fun. Just imagine, like, I don't know, going to a soccer field and playing a, a full game of soccer with random people that you don't know. And then imagine all of those people are your friends on your side. Mm-hmm. How much more fun does that game become when, right, you, when yeah. you're actually playing with your friends, right? Yeah, it, it's just that motivation factor. Yeah. But back to Destiny 2. So how, what was the roadmap looking like? You had that up in a tweet from oh, the Bungie community manager. Yep. Yeah, we got distracted. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Hey. Uh, here's the thing. Story revealed today, but he tweeted this one the, when the trailer came out. Story revealed today. Gameplay reveal in May. Beta this summer. Launch in September. And much, much more this summer. Hmm. All right. So what a beta. do we know about the story is my question. Did I miss something? Or was that oh, just... Do you want to read it? Was that just from the story? Yeah, you can, you can go ahead and link me because... Okay. I, I'm very curious what we apparently know about yeah, this. There's story. a whole thing right here. Hold on. All right. Will it spoil anything for anyone who hasn't played Taken King? I mean, it doesn't really matter, but I'm just curious. Oh, spoiler warning! I, for I, everyone I, I that's going to play this. I tweeted it to you guys, but um, you know the robot in the trailer? Did you guys like the robot? The, the I hunter? did. That was funny. Yeah, he is the guy in the Taken King. He's actually like the guy leading you through the missions. He he he's just as funny in the oh. Taken King. Oh, I think he's, okay. That's one of the reasons the story was a lot better is because we had him like leading us instead of those boring ass characters in the first game. All right, you, you need comedic yeah. relief in in, in yeah. any yeah, video I game. Agree. He's hilarious in the Taken King. Humanity's last safe city has fallen to an overwhelming invasion force led by Gaul, the imposing commander of the Brute Red Legion. He has stripped the city's guardians of their power and forced the survivors to flee. <sighs> You will venture to mysterious, unexplored worlds of our solar system to discover an arsenal of weapons and devastating new combat abilities. To defeat the Red Legion and confront Gaul, you must reunite humanity's set, uh, scattered heroes, stand together, and fight back to reclaim our home. Dramatic, cinematic story and missions with relatable characters, new worlds, and stunning environments to explore with action, adventure, and discoverable rewards. Gameplay activities for all types of players, new, returning, casual, and competitive Competitive PvP gameplay with new maps and modes, and customize your character with more options than ever before to enhance your abilities. So that's the general synopsis, I'm assuming, from Destiny's site itself. Yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting? Whenever I hear those general synopsis, like mm-hmm. just broadly explaining what the story's going to be about, and, th- and this is not a knock on, on the publisher, it's just like a wide-ranging thing for me, it always sounds so boring. Like, uh, on paper, this sounds like shit. But when you yeah. actually play it, it's different. Like, my talking favorite about thing, this fucking like, alien force attack. We've done this a couple of times on the show. My, my favorite thing is to remove any adjectives and just read it again and, and just see how absolutely <laughs> awful it sounds. So it, it would be humanity's last city has fallen to a evasion force led by Gaul, the commander of the, the uh, Red Legion. He has stripped the city's guardians of their power and forced survivors to flee. You will venture to worlds of our solar system to discover uh, an arsenal <laughs> of weapons and new combat abilities. To defeat the Red Legion and confront Gaul, you must reunite humanity's heroes together, stand together, and fight back to reclaim our home. See, I, like, it's night and day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, ridiculous. Funny. A lot better. <laughs> but, um, all right, so that to me, that doesn't sound too bad. Do we know who Gaul is and the Red Legion from any DLC or anything? From- um... Okay, so in the Taken King, they they actually hinted 
the story in the Taken King, mm-hmm. but it was just like, uh, like you couldn't really guess yet, but like, yeah. But now, now we the know dots that, connect because we've seen. Yeah, I'm not going to say it, like if you want to play it, but yeah. Well, yeah I'm probably, something happens in the Taken King that pisses them off and comes. The way I'm gonna, they, they all come here. The way I'm going to do it is when the gameplay reveal happens in May, that's when I'll make my decision. You know, that's when I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to go buy Destiny. I'm going to go replay it because it's not that long. Oh, I got to carry you now. Yeah, or... I got to carry you in two games if now. If it looks like... No, you don't carry me in Overwatch. We do... We do I pull my I weight. Do. Not true. All right. Okay. Overwatch is a team game, guys. Come on now. True. But, I get all the kills. But, 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 but. It's not about kills in Overwatch, though. <laughs> yeah, I have someone doing Walk that. Walk into a Genji Manio. Oh god. What um what I was saying was um you see you made me lose my train of thought. Yep, yeah, yeah, there there it goes. Sorry. <laughs> just, there sorry, it goes. I'm sorry. I'm just watching it fade away into the sky. If anyone would like to take my place in speaking, feel free to. You said something about Oh right, right. Okay, if the gameplay reveal, reveal is then you'll decide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. What do you think we're gonna see for the gameplay reveal? Do you think it's gonna be like a oh, big one or you think it's gonna be like a, a three minute trailer? Oh, it's, it's got to be like a yeah, no, 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 no. The gameplay stuff. reveal is actually a live stream. I was just about to say, or yeah, is it going to be a live yeah. stream? Yeah, it's a live stream. They're confirmed this because um, thing is, uh, every time they do a new DLC or, or like a new update, they Bungie actually live streams it. Like they'll show you like the new features and shit, like the Age cool. of Triumph event that, that just came. Mm-hmm. They live. They did three live streams in three weeks, like showing all the new stuff, the new raids and whatnot, the new gear and, and all that. Hmm. One of the nice things that's... about them. No, no, but, like, it's not just them. It's also, like, Jeff Kaplan with Overwatch 2. He just, like, sits in front of a camera and says, hey, guys, this is what we're doing for Overwatch. I think that's the best way to update (laughs) your community. Just have a public face. I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to, like, show the directory and, like... Like, they'll show, like, the... Maybe they might show, the like, the loading screen for Destiny 2. Like, you know, when you, like, click the app and then Mm -hmm. it shows Destiny 2 and you click X to, like, go in? They might show that and then... It might show like the, all the planets that you can go to, and then probably just pick some random mission. Because I think yeah. they want to pick a mission that's long, and that that's not just shooting stuff. Because that was one of the criticisms in Destiny One. Yeah, I was gonna so. say it was just a lot of shooting oh, in, the, in the hub area. The Taken King, there was a stealth mission. They, they actually added a stealth mission. It's not the best stealth mission ever, but... Is it, it, it kind of like a Bioshock Infinite DLC stealth mission, or where it's like, okay, I, this is um, different, I can see this working? Or yeah, yeah, like okay. that. Right, yeah. cool. So I, I kind of like that. Do, do you oh, remember uh, what was it called? Just just to reference another game, it was the first Call of Duty. No, sorry, it was Modern Warfare, and it was that ghillie suit mission, and you yeah, had to sit the in the building for ages oh, yeah. with the sniper. <laughs> gotta, now that's a fucking. You gotta awesome let mission, the tank right? roll yeah. over you. Hell that yeah! Awesome. And, and like you're going through the weeds, and the people are just walking over. Yeah, and you're just staying there, fucking still. Awesome Great mission. mission. Yeah, they, they've done some good COD missions when it comes to stealth. I, I always really like the. Um, there was a mission in World at War. Uh, it was when you were a Russian and you had a sniper, and you were in these trenches. And there was an achievement, and it was kill all the Russian guards in the beginning of the mission without reloading. And so you had to get like four different collats to do it. Nice. It, it was really cool, though. It, it, you could do it all stealth. It was, it was a really cool mission. I liked World of yeah. War a lot, obviously. I vaguely really remember World of War. But they also said we're getting a beta for Destiny this summer. Now, you think yep. they're going to do what they did with Destiny 1, which is like 40 alphas, a beta? Like, Or you think they're just doing like one-and-done beta? Um, I don't think they're doing an alpha. 
right. They're doing a beta. From what I know, the beta, I think the beta, if you pre-order it, you get to play it first, and then, like, after a week, it'll be open to the public. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I do the same thing like Destiny 1, where you story missions, um, and it's mostly PvP. Probably what they're going to do. I like they're at least giving strike. people a chance to see the game before pre-ordering for maybe the beta. Um, yeah. I, I do respect that move there. But... What I don't like, and this this really, as much as I'd like to give Activision shit, this has just kind of become a thing in our industry in general, and I don't think mm-hmm. Activision's solely to blame. There's an, pardon me, there's an expansion pass already, yep. too, I think. Uh-huh. Yep. And um, apparently during the stream, according to Jackson or JV2017 gameplay, he said that before they even showed the trailer, they were promoting <laughs> the, this expansion pass. Um, yeah, it's so depressing that like we've seen, (laughs) I think we've seen a lot of progress that a lot of people don't recognize. And really, if we're totally honest, it started with Fallout 4 and I'm talking marketing wise, where like we see the game first and it releases months later. Ever since Fallout Mm -hmm. 4, we have seen that. That is, that's a fact. Um, but it, it sucks that we still have these types of practices um, where I, I wish more people did their season pass like Mafia 3, where I don't think Mafia 3's got the best season pass, but the way they approached revealing it um, was good. I think it was good. a month before launch, yeah. and they said, like, here's the details. They described each mission and what it offers, and they said, um, if you don't want to buy this, don't. If you want to wait till the game comes out, feel free to. And, I mean, they had to have known at this point in time that the game was going to be pretty buggy, and, and uh, have a shaky release at some point in form because, you know, they're, they're working on the game itself. They had to have seen this coming. So that's why I respect that move, that they knew they didn't have, like, this amazing game and that they really needed to make as much money as possible, but they so still j- were just pretty to, Just to play devil's advocate, though, isn't every season pass buy it if you want to or don't buy it if you don't? Like it, I just and, like and when just the saying... developer or publisher rather encourages yeah. that behavior rather than... Um... But of course, yeah, like, most of them are going to encourage it. No, I mean, like, I don't see that though. I don't see them saying like, "Hey, wait to see it, the game." They blatantly released. Oh, so they explicitly said. That's, yo, I'm wait. not even kidding. Like, they actually said like, if, oh, if they okay, said, "Please sorry. don't feel pressure to to look in uh, to buy this." They were like, "If you would like to wait, then we totally encourage that." You know, it was like, okay, yeah. that's cool. Because uh, there, I mean, it's up to the consumer at the end of the day. I, I've always said to people yeah. like, unless you know, wait for reviews before you pre-order and all that type of stuff. But um, season passes are one thing, like, that are hardly done well. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, Fallout 4, uh, those are just a list of season... Destiny 2 now. Uh, they're just a list of season passes that I, I didn't think were handled well. Fair enough. Speaking of consumers, I have, like, five or five-plus friends that already pre-ordered the expansion pass, and they have not seen gameplay yet. <laughs> That's sad, sad, sad. But that's their choice. That's the. That's, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I told them you do you. Them. I don't agree with it though. Yeah, I mean, like, if if here's the thing is, some people already know. Like, regardless if the reviews are good or bad, they're gonna buy it just because Destiny yeah. is a game you can play with your friends, and that's what these types of co-op games have an advantage over others. Where if it's a single-player game true. and it's bad, people will just be like, "Fucking, I'm canceling it." But if you suffer with a friend, it's not as bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and so that's huh? why I think some people will bite the bullet and pre-order destiny well, yeah and get its although you, you do need a game like i like i get what you're saying but that works only with a game that has that kind of big appeal behind it like destiny true it doesn't work with other middling mid-tier games yeah, that may not have that community behind it and there just aren't that many people to play destiny like battleborn was, for example uh, trending number 26 on youtube so it definitely has attention right now 
So Oh no definitely. What is, what's trending? Uh Destiny two. It's number twenty six oh, trending yeah. when I went to watch the trailer again before this. So there's a lot of traction. It's a surprising amount of positivity surrounding it. Maybe that's just me yeah. being ignorant, but I I just like I said, I was surprised. I thought more people were like, Hate it. yeah, we're we're kind of like, yo, Destiny was a screw up, but it, it seems like a lot I of think, people really stuck through it and the DLC. I think if you got the thing with all the DLCs, I think your opinion might change on it. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, and you know what? I I can't knock that kind of argument because it's the Maddie, it's the exact same argument you and I use for Bioshock Infinite. No, I really, agree. it is. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing though: is that I think the base game for Infinite was fantastic. That's the difference. Okay, that's a nope. good point. <laughs> <laughs> is that, but I mean, I I agree with what you're saying. Is that you're you're saying when we talk about Bioshock's Infinite DLC, we're like, dude, if if you play the DLC, you it's, play like, the DLC. it's better than the entire <laughs> series, pretty much. Um, so yeah, no, I get what you mean. And that's the, I mean, here's the thing is that, you know, it comes with its pros and cons, but that's kind of the beauty of the way the digital industry works where, you know, you can have games that are fixed through DLC that, uh, improve through additional content where back then it was, you buy that disc and it's either good or bad. That's it. And yeah. uh, now we have patches. We have, I mean, sadly, that leads... It's a double-edged sword, Yeah, that it? leads I mean, to moments it's... where you got the, the yeah. Master Chief collection, which release is entirely broken, and they patch the fuck out of it. They still have been patching it. But then it also... It's still broken? Yeah, apparently. I mean, it's not broken, oh, wow. but I'm saying, like, there was still... Uh, like, there was new patch notes a couple months ago, I saw. So it's like... Damn. Yeah, it's been in the fixing for that long so that's like the bad part of it but then the good part of it is when you get i'd look at overwatch you know you get those constant uh updates and seasonal events and Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff new modes all for free that just keep the game evolving and and making it fun to always come back to um so what else was there we had the much much more this summer for destiny what could filter that under that i'm assuming multiple betas um more gameplay trailers, E3. I think they might do multiple live streams. Okay. I think they might do, like, a live stream for, like, the PvE stuff. I remember they did this with the Taken King. The Taken King, they did a live stream for, like, story missions. They did a live stream for strikes. They did a live stream for PvP stuff. And then they did a live stream for, like, like the social spaces and, like, all the, um, like all the changes to the vendors and stuff. And then at the end of that live stream... They released a trailer for the the Taken King raid, and it got so many people excited. Hmm. Even I was excited. Yeah, they might do the same thing. They might do that same exact thing, and then release like the trailer for the raid or something. Like get people really hyped because the raid is one of the things that keeps people coming back to Destiny. Yeah, that's that's one thing I also missed out on. I never played a raid in Destiny, and I've heard those are. Yeah, you need to play one. Yeah, Yeah. I definitely want to try those out. All right, so we got that covered, and then a September. Release date September eighth, I think they said. Yeah, I think that was the leak. DC is coming later because I think there was like a placeholder date for like December thirty first. Hmm. Think. Yeah, well, that's good news in general, though. Uh, that it's even coming to PC. That expands the player base. That's actually great. That, yeah. that got a lot of people excited because a lot of people want Destiny on PC. So, what about we got two other things? I just remembered. Number one is that the the PlayStation deal is apparently still exclusive for Destiny. Yep. And that kind of sucks because I know that. <laughs> I, yeah, I know it sucks. because I know Xbox fans got. I think it was the Taken King like two months or what was it? How many? How no, 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 no. Here, here's how it works. So no, the DLCs, a... no, no, yeah. the DLCs come out at the same time as each console. Like 
Xbox and PlayStation got the Taken King on the same day. Uh-huh. The exclusive stuff is like weapons and strikes. Oh, Look, I don't mind a... that. You know what? No, I don't. No, mind no, no. That. Well, the thing was, okay, for the Dark Below, I think you you would have been fine with, without the exclusive weapon because it was kind of trash. But like in the Taken King, there were some really good like exclusive weapons that. Uh, but, but, like, on Xbox are missing out people on. People are going to be, like me anyways, I'd be pretty forgiving towards that so long as I can play the thing. Like, I don't care no. that people on another console have this gun that no one else that I'm playing with has it and has access to. Uh, the other thing is, there was an exclusive strike. And if you remember, the strikes were like, there were longer story missions with an actual boss. Yeah, no, end. I like strikes. And, uh, okay. oh, one more thing, because you guys haven't played in a while, but remember the, the strike bosses used to be bullet sponges? They're not bullet sponges anymore. They actually have, oh, like, good. a mechanic, yeah. They actually have, like, a mechanic or, like, a special ability that they do. Hmm. Keep it interesting. Cool, cool. Yeah. We had an exclusive strike, which was locked out, and I think we had an exclusive PvP map. Yeah, the PvP locked, map, locked I guess you of. could live with that. But, I mean, here's the thing. is like That's where these acceptances, these, like, okay, fine, end up leading to companies pushing the boundaries more and more and taking more away to earn more money from other companies and stuff. And, th- and that's where... Yeah, start drawing the line somewhere. I don't think. I mean, a map sure you could live without, but I think like a full mission, like a strike mission, yeah. like those are some of the better parts of the game. I enjoyed those a lot, um, and I think that that's the type of stuff you shouldn't have exclusive. So I'm hoping that doesn't carry over, but I'm sure it will if the deal's the same. I, 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 I remember, like me, me being hypocritical, right? It, during Call of Duty days on the Xbox 360, thinking we get this stuff a month early, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then when you're on the other side of that, you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt so. good. Uh, listen, it felt good when uh, PlayStation got the deal and Xbox didn't anymore. <laughs> you remember? I, I think remember they switched that. it during. I forgot which Call of Duty was. I think it was Black Ops Three. Yeah. It was Black Ops Two where they switched it. Yeah. Forgot about that. A lot of <laughs> and then I think they said Destiny Two is seventy gigabytes. Yep. According to a leak. Seventy gigabytes. Massive. That's fucking huge. It's something with Activision, dude. They do not know what file compression is. Uh, I mean, it's. But isn't that me. a good thing? I mean, that they don't let the games be compressed to such a heavy extent. I don't know. I mean, I just I think Bethesda has always been a good example of file compression. And the only reason I use them as an example is because, like, you you look at a game that of, of Fallout Four. You know, it's a big game, regardless of how you feel about it in general. Um, yeah, and it's like thirty-two or thirty-four gigabytes on your PS4. I have the numbers there if you want me to tell yeah. you. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, hey, is that with or without hey, DLC? Just give me Destiny the Destiny One. Game. Destiny One with all the DLC and updates is fifty-four gigabytes. Mm-hmm. All four with all the DLC and updates is forty-seven point eight five gigabytes. That's pretty comparable. Iron Special Edition is twenty-one gigabytes, and Overwatch is seventeen gigabytes. That's but again, like, we're saying this having really no idea, no understanding of file compression and, and what's required to go into a game. I, mean, like, I, I, I don't really yeah. be speculating. The only, the only general idea I have is I know f- audio takes up a lot of room. Yeah, of course. And I, and so but it's also easy to compress. Yeah, but I, the only reason it, it just... Well, number one, it just bugs me because fucking the consoles, unless you have the, the Xbox One Slim, you know, you're, or the PS4 Pro, I think... Yeah, um, good point. Good you, point. You know, that takes up a lot of space. And, I, I mean, the reason I used Activision is, like, oh, my God, can they compress files? Is because I think Infinite Warfare was, like, 110. I mean, that's... that's Dude, that's stupid. Insane, I think. that. I don't know why you need to... It, let's say I'm using the oh, base hard actually, drive for PS4, which is 500 gigabytes. You're taking up a fifth. You're taking up 20% of my hard drive with one game. 
that's well, it's two games. Maddie, Maddie, I think that includes <laughs> Modern Warfare Remaster. That's still ridiculous, though. No, 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 it doesn't. That's the thing. Modern Warfare Remaster sure? is another 35 or 40, I think. No, no, wasn't it like 80 or 90 without the remaster and then 30 with the remaster? I, no, I agree. I, I reviewed it. I remember reviewing stupid, it. And when I, oh, wow. Because I, I had to down. I remember downloading Modern Warfare Remaster. Because when I, when I installed the Infinite Warfare, I remember being like, thank God I didn't have to download this, and they sent me the actual disc. And then uh, I remember when I was done installing it, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll just pop in Modern Warfare. I'm sure it's just a code because it's all on disk, right? It's a separate download. Yeah. Whole separate download. Oh. And so... Yeah, fair, fair it, enough. Yeah, it, to me, I, I just found that ridiculous because, I mean, at the end of the day, you sure, it doesn't matter. It's it's really a nitpick. It's just a file size. But and no, it never yeah, you're right, though. The, the actual how big the game is in, in i mean in many ways you can draw some ideas from it like oh 70 gigabytes but then i mean sorry but what? look at infinite warfare that's not a really big game and, and it's one of the biggest file sizes i've ever seen so you, you are right in the sense that and, and this is me talking from you know from the perspective that i have good internet i look at that and be like yeah that's not that long but back in <laughs> the day when i had adsl to fucking mm-hmm. internet that would take me days to download. So I, I get that, which is why I always opted for physical media. And yeah, yeah I, I, I do understand that. Yeah, I mean, I still opt for physical internet. I mean, not everyone's like us too. We we have good internet because we stream, we make videos. So we want at least decent internet. Some people don't have that priority, maybe don't have the money for it, maybe just don't want to do it, um, want to spend their yeah, money fine. elsewhere. And yeah, that, I mean, downloading a game that big, you know, because especially... For me, I got like a bunch of, I got like a Walmart, I got a GameStop, I got all these different stores nearby. Uh, yeah. I, I've talked to a couple of viewers before, whenever it's come up in passing, and they're like, yeah, the nearest GameStop for me is like a half hour away. And it's like, you know, when you That's, think about it, would yeah. you rather download a hundred gigabyte file or would you drive a half hour? I'd probably drive a half hour, but still, for some people, it's just a pain in the ass. It's way out of the way. So that's why yeah. bigger file sizes can irk me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but 70 gigs, that's, that's a pretty big step up. I might have been wrong about Fallout 4, though. I thought Fallout 4's base game was just 30 gigabytes-ish. It could be, because it's 47 with all the DLC. Yeah, because I know Far Harbor was... Far Harbor. I don't remember how much it was. I want to say 2 or (laughs) 5. Far Harbor was great, dude. That was better in Fallout 4. That was so much better. (laughs) It was so good. was better. It was everything about it was better, man. I love that DLC. Um, But that's... Did I miss anything? Never? Is that all? Um, hold on, let me check. Be everything. You want to talk about what you want in, in the next Destiny? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Yeah. Uh, more so just based off how our I think everyone gone. wants the same thing. Yeah, right? I think that's... Yeah. It's just less grinding, more story, story. more mm-hmm. in-game lore, whether it's through audio or text. I don't mind personally stopping and reading or stopping and listening. But um, I know I know not everyone's like me in that regard for sure. A lot of people like to listen to the audio and run around. Um, but yeah, more more, more focus on the story. Yeah, don't I like I don't mind oh. replaying missions and stuff. But yeah, I just don't want the grind. That's the thing. Yeah. It also yeah. added quests in the Taken King and Rise of Iron. Mm. I remember the base game did not have quests, but they actually added quests, like side quests or. Yeah, side quests. Oh. You get weapons, oh, cool. yeah, exotic weapons. Is it like collectathons? Like are they actual side quests that are good or? Uh, some of them are okay. I'll be honest. Like, 
when it when it comes to like um when like the thing says like go talk to this dude, it's just you go up to them and then there's like a like a like a, like, some, like some text and they say like one word or like a sentence and then mm. you click continue. It's yeah. like a JRPG. Then so now you're yeah. familiar with how that works. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like Breath of the Wild. Like yeah, to be honest, many, I. <laughs> No, you know, oh my... Okay, okay. I have to, I have to say something that you mentioned it now. Breath of the Wild's voice characters are fucking hilarious because they don't say anything. It's like I don't know if you've ever gone to the bowling mini game, Maddie, but no, the guy looks like Santa Claus, like a slim Santa Claus, and you talk to him and he's like, I, I love the shut the dude, fuck up. I, I just love the world ball. though. I love the world in Breath of the Wild. It has like the best personality ever. The fucking but, but uh, the I forgot his name, uh, Prince something, and each time he like. Says something. He does the, he goes like, the thumbs oh, up, and he like flexes at the camera. <laughs> but but the, the comparison is like when you do side quests in Breath of the Wild, it pretty much is like that. Like you you go talk to this one person, they're like, <laughs> and then you finish the quest. Like, yeah. that it. Oh, some of the side quests actually had missions tied to it, like like a brand new mission hmm. tied to it, not like a repeat. That's the other thing. Is here's what I want to yeah. focus on too. Is that in Destiny Two, I don't want it to be a surprise that they actually did something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of something you want to expect it. it. Yeah, and, yeah. And hearing that, like, oh, Destiny Two has like a side quest. What? Like that? <laughs> you know, that's, I, that's what I'm kind of afraid of with these reviews. Is like, are people going to go easy on Bungie because it's like, oh wow, you you know, you're. I hope not. It's a shock because of this and that and. Uh, but yeah, oh, Breath of the thing. Wild. You mm. want it to be open world, Destiny Two. I have been getting a lot of open world fatigue lately. I'm kind of getting tired. That's why I'm really looking forward to Prey and like Persona, is because yeah, yeah. they're more narrowed. Which I like open world games, but it feels like every game's doing it now because that's what sells, you know. And I, yeah. I say that because I remember years ago, anytime I heard open world or RPG, my my head turned like that. You know, I was instantly <laughs> intrigued, and, and so I'm yeah. thinking. In my personal opinion, that's why they do it because I think everyone likes open world games. You know, it just sounds like oh, that's more more bang for your buck, right? Yeah. And I mean, I don't. I, I view Destiny more as like a hub type of thing where you got a bunch of hub yeah. locations. Um, but I wouldn't mind if like it took the Mass Effect Andromeda route, where you got you, you kind of like that. That's what I'd expect personally. You know what I don't mind, though? Games that are open world but still allow you to play it in kind of a linear fashion. Mm. Like, open worlds that are open world for the sake of being open world and you have to physically trot throughout there, that that can get a bit annoying. Like, for people that have the time to play it, fine, right? But for, for someone like me that has limited time, I love that... Yeah. Looking back to Breath of the Wild, I can just fucking fast travel or like fall out. You can just fast travel and you can treat yeah. it as pretty much something that isn't an open world. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely true. Oh. And Here's it's the just the option, it's the choice. Um, a few months ago, there was actually a Destiny 2 leak. It, it was from Kotaku, I think. I think it said that uh, Destiny 2 would be open world and there would be multiple like social spaces with like NPCs and whatnot. Where you can get quests from and like talk to. Because you remember in the trailer, they destroyed the tower, and they're basically destroying the city. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, it's like if if the last city's destroyed and and the tower's destroyed, all the humans got to scatter and find a new place to live. So that might like you might have like settlements like scattered throughout all the planets with like people in it, and then they give you quests and stuff. Like they need help and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. Survive. So I'm thinking it might be open world because of that. That wouldn't surprise me personally. It seems like a natural evolution from what they're starting with to what they want to do for real. 
Um, yeah. I wouldn't be against it, really. It's just that for me personally, I think I'll get my more, I don't want to say linear, but I'll, I'll get more of my narrow gaming fix with the two titles I mentioned, which are Prey and Persona. Those are more of what I'm really craving right now. And I'm sure yeah. after that, my, my palate will be cleansed for some open world games. But um, I'm not that fatigued with open world. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's just a god, dude. It's, it, seems, it seems like every fucking game. I mean, you are a YouTuber and you do get most of the new games out because I barely buy games. I buy like a few. Yeah, that's the but thing. And I... again, that, that fatigue isn't there if you can trade an open world like it wasn't an open world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's, I'm not complaining when I say like I, I play a lot of these newer games, but for sure that that's part of the reason why I... um. I get fatigued is because, like, you know, I I play so many different games. But I think what's good about that is that the good ones, for me, really stand out. Like, when I like a game, I I know I fucking like it. Um, That's how I felt about, like, Zelda, Resident Evil, even though that's much more linear, of course. That yeah, then I I get I wonder at times I'm like, do I like Resident Evil a lot, a lot because you know it was just such a different game. You know, it seems like every game's open world, and it's like oh horror and narrow corridors and and like really tight (laughs) gunfights. Yeah, is it good? That game was fucking frustrating at times. Though, let's be honest here. (laughs) Yeah, you beat it. Did you like it? Okay, I I beat it and it was satisfying and it's the most satisfying feeling when you beat a boss and I understand that it's intentionally meant to be frustrating, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I wasn't frustrated when I was trying to fucking kill that boss with the eyes across its body. Like mm-hmm. I had such a hard time with that and it's that constant feeling. And again, this is all intentional and they did it perfectly. That constant feeling of feeling like you're running out of ammo and you don't have enough uh equipment or health and things like that like that game intentionally gives you just the right amount of materials that you need to to keep going Mm -hmm. and then the boss fights are just killer some of them anyways with daddy especially yeah yeah i agree a guy just won't fucking die (laughs) (laughs) anyway so that'll wrap up what we got to talk about with destiny 2 on to other leaks let's talk about call of duty world war 2 so i actually think this came from kotaku as well if i remember correctly or if not it was just some type of poster board that showed call of duty world war ii they already confirmed they're going back to their roots and every year without fail much like with ubisoft there's a quote leak end quote that comes out (laughs) which is intentionally there to hype folks up you know i'll admit it it got my attention right away i was like dude what world war ii call of duty are you kidding me because i've been saying with my one of my best friends ivan for the better part of, like, four years, I want to say, like, they need yeah. to go back. They need to go back. And, and you know what annoys yeah. me? And, and this is, because I, I, we're talking about Call of Duty, I needed to mention this. People that are saying that, oh, they're just doing it because Battlefield 1 did it. First of all, the Call of Duty franchise is on a three-year development cycle now. So this would have been in planning for ages, regardless of how they used to develop Call of Duty. Secondly, Call of Duty started with World War Two, mm-hmm. right? So, if anything, yeah, as Maddie's saying, they're going back to their roots. Yeah. But continue. Sorry. I mean, well, to- that's the thing. It's like there, people are like, "Oh, they saw Battlefield One success," and it's like, "Yeah, exactly what you said." There's a three-year dev cycle, so that means that they probably decided on this in like 2014, 2015. That that's what yeah. they did. It's like yeah. Sledgehammer's making it. Yeah. Oh God. Oh no. You had to say that. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Who's sorry? What'd you say? Uh, Sledgehammer's making it. They made Advanced Warfare. I hated that. God, that's the that's the I, COD game I, I quit. Give him a chance. <laughs> no. 
No, I'm, no. <laughs> I, I, didn't they do Modern Warfare Three as well? Uh they helped make it. Oh, God, I think they did like the everything they, they only did. Everything uh, they touched I dies. Feel like oh no! Either did the campaign or multiplayer. I think they did multiplayer. Or no, maybe that was Raven. I don't know, man. But yeah. like, look, if, you know, uh, like both I'm games the I played that they've been involved in huh? have been awful. Sorry, they have been. <laughs> so uh, I actually liked every Call of Duty until Advanced Warfare. That is when I quit. Hmm. I, I think I stopped playing at Advanced Warfare 3 2. Like, I always liked the, the Black Ops games. It was funny, though, because it, Infinity Ward used to be the poster child, and then they got gutted, and then it was Treyarch that became the poster child because they just did everything well. And, like, apparently now that, like, I don't even play Call of Duty, I don't even know, but they did it so well with Zombies mode that there's a Zombies mode in every Call of Duty now. Yeah. Which, and which was like, ah. Like... Oh. Mm. I get that every other zombie spinoff is not as good. It's like you're just having this mediocre zombies. Yeah. Like the the beauty about zombies were the Easter eggs and the story missions that you could do, yeah. like within the context of trying to fend off zombies. And, and and yeah, Treyarch just killed that. But anyway, I'm I'm rattling on. Are you? I am. I am. <laughs> like I, I used to be such a like Maddie. I, I didn't like, think I you think were I rattling on. People. I was like, keep going. Most people, like, probably used to be a big Call of Duty fanatics, especially because it's, it's like, one of those games where you, you play... Uh, I, I know that we shouldn't be playing it as teenagers, but we did play it as teenagers, right? I, and, and growing up, it's not, like, the most mature game in, in that kind of sense. Played it as a 10-year-old. Yeah, no, but you, you, enjoy, like, you still have good feelings with it, and me, personally, I want it see to see it succeed. And it, it seemed like everything did go downhill from the Infinity Ward days when... Was it Jason West and Vincent Pella left? Yeah. And then things just started to get a little bit worse and worse. But I, I would like to see it go back, you know, a, a, to, to a Tay Day. Because competition is good. Like, Battlefield did so well. And if that just means we get a better Call of Duty in response, then that's good for the consumer. Yeah, I agree. Because then that makes them want to make a better Battlefield, right? And Exactly. It's the and, and so on. Yeah, I mean, they're all competing for that, that shooter juggernaut. Because, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, that's where Overwatch is winning. Like, if you got 20 million million plus players, then, yeah, you're probably one of the juggernauts in my books. Um, Yeah. Especially with the decline of Call of Duty. I think this is, like, here's the thing. Is that, like, every year, it seems lately, has been, like, is this the death of COD? I don't think COD will ever truly die. But I feel like if this year they don't do well, it will be a, like, that's it. Like, there's going to be a big decline. And especially... If on top of that, let's say Destiny 2 does well, let's say Battlefront does well, uh, and the new COD does well. Which, funny enough, Destiny and COD, they're both Activision, huh? But but you, you know what it is, though? It's that it's not... like Of course, the, the Call of Duty... like I wouldn't even say the quality of Call of Duty is getting less, because it's the, the issue really is it's staying the same. It's pretty stagnant. And, and people are always expecting more and something better. And that's probably where the issue with Call of Duty has come in the past. But it's it's like people are moving on to other games. Like the fan base is there. It's just mm-hmm. much more scattered now. They're scattered into the Destinies, scattered into the Overwatches, scattered into the into the Battlefield 1s. So it's it's not like... I, I don't think Call of Duty is ever going to die. There's always an audience for that kind of game. All they need to do is, is hook big people back in. And Call of Duty is still a really, really big brand name, right? Like, as much as people like to hate on it, it's still 
the most popular game like currently anyway i think so anyways like one of the most popular it's still sold better than battlefield one i understand it not too sure but it's it's still got the potential there i I don't know if it's sold better than battlefield one to be honest you said quality it actually declined in quality because i still follow like um people that i knew from call of duty and every Mm. single day like you know how i still follow the destiny people and every single day they complain about pvp in call of duty Every single day, they're complaining about like bugs. Like apparently, they just got leaderboards, which is really sad. Wow. Um, Wait, they what? just yeah, the game launched without leaderboards, and they just got it. And then that's really weird. something else. They added like twenty weapons, all in supply drops, which is sad. Yeah. Uh, I think they just got an emblem editor, or they're working on it. And I think they just got a combat record, but it's like really vague combat record okay see i didn't know i didn't know that yeah. so that's that's interesting information wow no broken. that was fun i like i mean i i'm excited because i like world at war but if i'm honest right now they have a chance to get the floor wiped with them but i mean if activision's taking a look at it they're like all right if cod sucks this year it's fine we got destiny too it's all good I mean, they, they literally have both their genres covered right now. They got the future shooter, and they got the, you know, back-in-the-past shooter. Yeah, but they, oh. they've also got Overwatch. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, Like I was saying, yeah, you got Overwatch, Battlefront, Destiny 2, which can just, like just essentially wipe out COD. At least I... I'll be I honest, so. though. Even if the new COD is good, and, like, the reviews are good and everyone's liking it, I don't know if I'd still buy it, though. Yeah. No, I mean, and I, that, I get and that, you, It's just because you've moved on. I've moved on. I'm just like you know, like I, I think what they're trying to do, like, and again, this goes back to the fact that people that play Call of Duty are usually a little bit younger. They're they're trying to appeal to those, let's say, at least age of fifteen fans, right? And, and people that are our age and in our twenties, we've moved on to something else. But there's still a every year there's a huge group of people hitting to that fifteen age rage um, age bracket. Sorry, that are, are potential players? prospective buyers, generational, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know I mean, like, one of the cool additions they did, I, I think it was Black Ops 3, I'm not sure, though, is, like, it, it's such a little thing, but it showed that at least they, they listened to people who want the more mature Call of Duty, such as World at War, where limbs flew off, was that. I think it was Black Ops 3, where, like, you could blow people's legs off with grenades and stuff. Um, I don't even remember that, dude. One of them. I don't remember you could, you could, you could. Yeah. I remember that. Because in, in, I remember up. in World at War, if you, like, took the MG42, you put it on the bipod, and you started shooting at people... If you shot them like in the in the hip area, like both their legs would come off. Like it was so uh, that's sweet. satisfying. Yeah, that's and sweet. It's just it was little things like that that made Call of Duty a little more mature. Where you know it's you've seen it go backwards in ways of like oh you can wall run and you can do jump jets and da da da. And you know here I am saying like oh mature shooters. Meanwhile, Overwatch is more like I've I always found it funny. I laugh a lot at Overwatch. <laughs> I wanted to mention because you you just touched on war running and stuff like that. This is my worry because I, I what I think is the the issue with the with the Call of Duty nowadays is that every year it's much the same and it requires a kick in the bum to get a completely different facelift. But what I don't want now is for the next four years we get World War Two or World War you know, World War Three Call it uh, Call of Duty games because then we get into the exact same position as we are now with space Call of Duty games or kind of futuristic Call of Duty games. Yeah, that, that's the issue. They they get stuck into a because you you guys have to remember before we started getting modern warfare like the the futuristic style games, people were sick of what Call of Duty was then as well, being no, like I kind agree. of World Warty. 
Yeah, yeah. so it, we, we need to just bear in mind that we need different change at least every two years. Mm-hmm. No, that's what I said. Um, I've been saying that for a while, is that it, it can turn into this endless cycle um, where you just have to have good timing. Like, Battlefield 1, I think, had good timing because they came out of nowhere and they're like, yep, World War One, dude, here we go. And, and a lot of people mm. were stoked on it from the start and it had a good launch and everything. And I think a lot of it was due to good timing. People were tired of the futuristic wall running stuff and Battlefield 1 came in and was something completely different. But yeah. I think there will be a time where now more World War II shooters are going to start to catch on. I think there was... I There was one on Kickstarter. Um, I forgot the name of it. But there was another one called like Verdun, which is a World War One shooter. I think that's getting a sequel. We're seeing oh, World, that, World yeah. War shooters start to come back. I think Rising Storm's another. And soon there will be a lot of them in the coming years. And then I think, yeah, we're going to see more people be like, yo, do futuristic or something. My thing, I've said this for so long since I played Wolfenstein, was like, dude, why don't people do alternate history? Why not? Like, why not? But even Wolfenstein still has kind of, you know, themes and references to to certain areas of time but like i think what would be like awesome is just the idea of like doing this wall running stuff maybe in a world war ii universe but just i I don't know just that idea of alternate history has always fascinated me i don't know if i'm alone on that or not but that's always been my suggestion that you know if it's getting stale you could try a best of both worlds thing where it's like yeah maybe maybe some wall running but you're seeing modified versions of like tanks from that era and stuff I just always thought those little twists were cool, and I think it would sync well with gamers who are looking for a mixture. I mean, Battlefield 1 kind of did that, right, with the horses yeah. and shit? True, yeah. I think Battlefield 1 is alternate history. Have you played... Because I haven't played Battlefield 1, Doom, so have you? I have. Matt, so, like, what like what would be different? Hey, how big of a diversion is there from I mean, your no, typical like, what Wolf I'm talking War. is, like, Wolfenstein alternate history, just because I was like, that had, like, these crazy... Okay, you had a mission where you were in space with a laser gun. Like, Nazis in space. Okay? I'm talking... I'm not kidding. I'm talking shit like that. Not, like, not yeah. the slight... Like, crazy difference. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, you know, Call of Duty is widely referred to as this off-the-walls, frantic, fun shooter. And it's like, yeah. why not take that into your universe, too? Um, and try, like, something along the lines of alternate history like that. I mean, people... Yeah, not... Uh, I said Nazis. Um, Wolfenstein was a very serious game, but still people were having a blast and, and laughing it up because they were like, oh my God, Nazis in space. Like, this is this is wild. <laughs> and, and so yeah. that's why I was just like, uh, why not try that? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, but um, who knows? Um, Campaign-wise, I hope they kind of take the Black Ops 1 or... No, Black Ops 2 route, which was like... Uh, Black Ops 2 campaign. Yeah. One campaign as that well. That was good. That was great. Build your loadout, make choices, that type of stuff. The like, numbers, Mason. Yeah. What do they mean? Like, I, I don't know. I, I See, I I love that. It was so good. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. It was great. You guys remember the torture scene in Black Ops 2? Yeah, like, I remember. Um, guy, like, he takes like his necklace and like shoves it down his throat. Like, yeah, that was great. Was and, and you know what? The choice with that game, like the, the different endings you could have mm-hmm. gotten depending upon yeah. what you did. Oh, Dude, I, oh. I remember... I. Because what was the best thing about that campaign was I started on a whim. I was like, ah, I'm fucking bored today, sure. And I was like, oh, like three hours in, I was like, this is good. <laughs> this that is, is, that is, is really good. That is every Call of Duty campaign for me. That is every Call of Duty campaign. Except I always Infinity start Warfare, them Warfare, Advanced Warfare, Ghosts, etc. Anything Infinity Ward has touched since COD 4. Anything Sledgehammer's games has touched. Right? Right? Oh, what? You said that's how it is for every COD with me. 
I said except. Yeah, yeah like I, I start the campaign like when I'm bored. Oh, I think you meant that. Yeah, it's yeah, like, really it's, good. It's beautiful because it, it's pretty much like honestly, Call of Duty is like a Transformers pick. I mean, people oh, flick. Sorry, people watch it for for a couple of hours. It's just crazy action. It doesn't take too long to finish, and then after it, you're like, all right, I, I'm I'm pretty good with that. Like that, that's how I genuinely feel, anyways. And even if it's a really average Call of Duty campaign, you're done within ten hours, so you don't feel like you've wasted your life. Yeah, but like, here's the thing: is that they could add ten really good hours to my life if they made something like. That's Black true. That is true. Where it's like, wow, hey, that was really yeah. good. I'm glad I took ten hours to do that. Yeah. Plus, like that, I'll never forget the part where you, you're supposed to snipe some guy. And oh, shut being, up. You, I, yeah. No, no, you, you need to let people experience yeah. that on your own. I'm just like, no. The, uh, <laughs> I, you, you know what's funny? Okay, I, I'll try and be as vague with this as possible. My, like, we both, like, my, my friend and I were playing at this, roughly the same time. We both did the thing, that mission. And then a couple missions in, I'm like, hey, uh, who, who did you end up killing in that? Or, like, what, what did you do? He's like, I don't know, man. It didn't feel right, so I only shot him in the leg. I'm like, what, what do you mean you only shot him in the leg? Found out in the end who it was and thinking, you're bullshit, bro. You knew you would have checked on the internet. No one just shoots him in the leg. You were told to shoot him yeah. in the head. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, now shit. I know what mission you're talking about. Yeah. I was trying to think of the mission. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sad yeah. Ass. Now I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to play any Call of Duty campaign, I'd say play Black Ops 2. Very, Fucking very good. Fantastic. Call of Duty Ghost's campaign was actually pretty good. Nope. You didn't like it? Uh, debate time? did not like it. I hated Ghost, too. Dude. Okay, I don't love it, but it wasn't that bad. Hide Ghost good. in every way, shape, and form. I, I would use it as toilet paper. <laughs> oh, God, Matty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The only cool part was when you were, like, in the stadium or in the arena. That part was awesome. But outside of that, I was just like, Wow. I don't know how you... I mean, part of it's... I'm talking just from multiplayer. Um, the campaign wasn't that interesting either. I watched my brother play, and I was just kind of, like, chilling there on my Vita. Yeah. It's like, yeah, eh, dog shit. <laughs> well, that's your problem there, Matty. Interesting. <laughs> I was just chilling there on my Vita. Yeah. Because, like, I, I kept Chill glancing on. up, like, trying to get into it. I'm like, wow, what's <laughs> happening below me is much more interesting. I'm going to go back to that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's some funny shit. So, let's move on to our final game we wanted to talk about today, which is Battlefront 2. There's going to be a reveal on April 15th at 2.30pm Eastern Standard Time at Star Wars Celebration. And I'm I'm really... This is, this is kind of like how I'm feeling about, like I said earlier, Destiny 2. Like, I'm really looking forward to this because of the rebound. I mean, here's the thing, though, is I'm equally as nervous, though, because, oh my god, if they fuck... If they fuck okay, up okay. Battlefront twice, I'm going to be need to ask. so I, upset. I need to ask right now. <laughs> this has a campaign now, right? According, there have been, so. like, call uh, conference calls and stuff that, or quarterly calls, I think they're called, or something like that. Um, yep. And they have confirmed, like, yeah, there's going to be a campaign. It's going to be a bigger multiplayer game. Right. So, right. yeah, yeah, there's going to, if there isn't a campaign, I would be stunned. Not yeah. just out of sheer expectation, but because I've heard that there's going to be one many times. Fair enough. So, with that said, what do we want to see in Battlefront 2? And Lone, as someone who, I don't think you've played the first Battlefront, what would get no, you into I did, Battlefront? I but I, 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 get, I 
understand, you know, why people were, were kind of upset with it. Um, for me, the only thing that would draw me in, and this is just because where my playing preferences are preferences are nowadays, is if they had an interesting story. And and come on, you you've got the the IP to work with here mm-hmm. to, to make an awesome campaign and an awesome story. That would draw me in. Because do you, do you remember how you, things used to work back in the day? I, I know it's different now, but especially with Call of Duty, using that as an example, you would play the campaign first and then go into the multiplayer. Yeah. Now it's kind of swapped. And I think that, that a lot of people would play the multiplayer if they had a great campaign experience because, let's face it, there are millions of gamers out there that just want to play a good single-player game. But if they play a good single-player, they end up liking the mechanics. They like how you can sh- like shoot, for example, and kill enemies and think, oh, I can do that now with friends in a multiplayer experience. That's great. <laughs> No, Matty. <laughs> no, come on, come on. Bioshock Two, like, like, I, as much as I love that game, that fucking multiplayer was, you didn't was like terrible. It. I only played it to get the achievement. I wouldn't have played it otherwise. I enjoyed it. I, I'm just saying, uh, like, gameplay wise, like, oh, hey, that was satisfying, and oh, I can do that online with friends. Really? I, I thought it was. Fun. Nah, I, I, I completely understood why they ditched it for the remaster. Because they should have. They, they, they should have put it. Like, yeah, they no. would have brought the back the player no. base, dude. Listen, I guys, I'm, I'm a Bioshock tragic. Hold on, I, I'm a Bioshock tragic. You know that, right? But w- when I'm saying that the multiplayer was kind of average, you need to know that's coming from a position of love because I love that franchise, but it didn't need multiplayer. I, but, 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 but it was fun. Don't but me. <laughs> It was fun in, like, small aspects, but when there's, like, 20 people playing online and I have to wait till 3 in the morning to find a game and everyone's just doing glitches anyways to get the achievement, like, it, it was just not fun Isn't to me. Isn't that just a player issue? Not really a multiplayer Not issue. really, because if it was a good multiplayer, you would have had more players there. Yeah, true, true. But, you know, you look at, well, Titanfall 2, it's a pretty good multiplayer, oh. but that that's a fairly dead game. I honestly did not like it. I wasn't yeah, crazy into it, but like, I know that was really just how it. it was clicking with me. It wasn't that the game was bad, personally. Did, did you play Titanfall 2's campaign? No. Fucking no, Matt. And I'm not just saying this. It was amazing. Like, the story was great. Absolutely mm. phenomenal. You need to play it. It's like, it's really short, too. I only played Titanfall 2 for the campaign, and it was fucking awesome. I don't wrecked, regret it dude. for a second. I, uh, that's the thing, is that my backlog and shit is building up and i'm trying to beat persona 3 before 5 i'm going to play 5 like two or three times that's that's a no-brainer uh at the same right, time your I backlog is building up so you're gonna play the game about three times yeah well because <laughs> it's a new game plus new game plus but like i'm yeah, saying behind that that's, it, how, you, is that's game... how you don't fucking reduce a backlog when you play the same I game i will five not times. rush through my most anticipated game of this year <laughs> believe that Hey, don't forget, he has to play Overwatch, and then he has to pick up Destiny so I can carry him. Yeah, Forget true. that, too. But then fighting I also with. got Tales of Zestiria I want to play, uh, Odin Sphere. It's a lot of Japanese stuff, guys. Look, play some weird shit. What the fuck is Odin? <laughs> Alright, well, I mean, like, I do play weird Man, games. Man, I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I'm just saying, I do play weirder games, though. I know they're obscure. But th- <laughs> that's what makes them fun. Fuck, I love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I look at my channel, I'm like, I think I'm the only guy who who is, like, pretty well known for Western RPGs, but is a complete and utter fucking, like, JRPG fanatic underneath it all. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. But we all, we all have our 
you know, our thing that we'd like to do. Like, I like to watch Dragon Ball Super. But you know what? That's fucking cool. Dragon oh. Ball Super. <laughs> you roast me, Loki. <laughs> uh, on the, the Battlefront 2, though, I... For me, it's that... And I said the same thing for Destiny as well. So a lot of what mm. you're going to hear now might sound like repeats, and I apologize. But yeah. Battlefront 1 has a good framework. And I said this when the beta came out, and I said this when the game itself came out, was that I like this Battlefront more than the other ones that I played when I was a kid. Because the only reason I play those now is out of pure nostalgia. It, you know, the yeah. games haven't held up that well. This... Mm has the framework to be better than the originals, which is good, but they actually have to fill it out with content. And no, I'm not talking about drop out this vanilla game that has absolutely fucking nothing, and then add in, like, the contracts and all these different multiplayer modes and all these different maps and all these new heroes. No. No, I'm not talking fill it out $50 later, or depending if you buy the Ultimate Edition when it's on sale, whatever. No, I'm saying, like, at launch... I want my campaign. I want my full-on multiplayer mode. I want it all. All right? Like, I'm not playing fucking games, Dice. I'm tired of you gutting my shit. I want the full experience. I'm hitting my chair. Like, that's that's how serious I am. <laughs> I'm hitting my chair. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's, it's because... I try. I've tried so hard, so many times, to like Battlefront One, and I'm starting to kind of enjoy it just because I'm forcing myself to. But I'm forcing myself to. That's the thing. Yeah. It, it's like I've. I'd if you think it, if any series, I'd like it would be Battlefront just for sheer nostalgia. It's like it's just not a good game unless I buy the DLC, which I'm not going to. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to do that though. Um. It provided unless I like what I see in Battlefront Two. But yeah. the the thing is, is that that and the campaign, and they need to have a good campaign. Because contrary to what a lot of people say, I didn't like Battlefield 1's campaign all that much. I know a lot of people really liked the um, episodic thing they did, the short I stories. Nah. But I was just not into it. I You know, all these characters had, like, the possibility to be interesting, but it was over before it started. I, I just, I didn't like it. So yeah. I, I never finished Battlefield's campaign, right? Did at least the missions link together in some sort of co- coherent way, or are they very separate and independent? Are you saying, like, each separate story, did they all connect? So you, I, I, like I, say, I was, like, the Italian had... soldier, and then I was, like, the Russian one. Are you saying those two connected in some way? So, so right. Battlefield had, like, four or five different, like, overall missions and then submissions within those, right? Is that how I'm understanding? There weren't it? even submissions. It was like you had a story, and each story was like six missions long. Yeah, so that's what I mean, right? So each story was like obviously they told the same similar story within each story, but they didn't interconnect in any way. No. Okay, so and that's okay. what I didn't like. Like, like when I play a story, I want like this one full story, or if not. At least, like, how Call of Duty used to do it, where you'd have different people around the world, but it, it would still link in some way, or even For Honor, which has, like, three campaigns, essentially, with the Vikings, Samurai, and Knights, but yeah. they still link together. Yep. That, that's what I think it's... So, so, there's some continuity to it, you know? Yeah, Battlefield 1 did not have that. Um, only continuity they had was the... You could see, like, the multiplayer maps within the campaign, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, it was a lot more open in the terms of like hub space and what you could, how you could tackle the mission rather. 
But outside of that, yeah, I mean, it's not like it was bad. It was just that it was underwhelming for me when I'm hearing, like, oh, dude, it's so emotional. And, man, it really pulls on the heartstrings. You really care about these characters. I'm like, dude, it's like (laughs) two hours long, an hour and a half. I don't even fucking know their names. And they're dying. You're trying to tell me that's emotional? (laughs) Like... I get why people like it, because for, for DICE in general, as storytellers, they've never really been that good um, in yeah. any of their campaigns. But this was definitely a step up still. It wasn't... It, I, I'd like them to take it in that direction. But for Battlefront 2, um, I want yeah. just, like, one single storyline about, like, a boots-on-the-ground soldier. And, you know, kind of like how they did with um, Finn and... Uh, Force Awakens, where they they made this soldier into something a lot more interesting. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Something along those lines. Because, you know, what was special about Battlefront, and a lot of games when I was growing up, like Battlefront, Republic Commando, was that those were games that told the story of not your typical Jedi hero, but the soldier. You know, the the common soldier. And um, I thought those stood out a lot. So... Even KOTOR is guilty of, like, you end up being this Jedi hero all the time, or villain, depending on how you play the game. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, you know, that's what was refreshing about this, and I think Battlefront 2 could really take advantage of something like that. Yeah. Matty, did you not like Battlefront because of the content? It was more so, it was just empty when I played it. Just empty? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not even exaggerating, because, I, I mean, I've, I've played my fair share of games that have felt lacking, but this is one that I really struggled and stopped after 11 hours. And like, I didn't really like it because of, um, because of the gameplay. I thought it was too easy. It, yeah, it was. Like, it was. You could, like, hug could walls fucking, in third person. and you two-shot someone firing from the hip with a pistol, and I thought that was just the dumbest thing yeah, ever. that was the other thing, is the DL... 44 or something like that it was han solo's pistol and they made it a pre-order weapon and it was it fucking devastated people and it still does i was playing it yesterday to get some gameplay for a video and it it still waxes it's and and the only way to get that gun is by pre-ordering so you can't access it anymore i think you can access it now because people complain uh, about it but i'm saying that like at the time i was playing it i was like yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough and like i said it's still good now so it has its fair share of issues, and it's just kept me from getting into it too much. But I have the want to love this a lot. So yeah. that's why I'm really hoping that Battlefront 2, when it's revealed, number one, it's please be gameplay. <laughs> please be fucking gameplay. You know, I, like, I'm so tired of these CGI trailers. I, I find them it's almost a irrelevant. Story-somatic. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. I find them very irrelevant, though it's yeah. oh it's always nice to have one but that's the thing it's like it's a trope it's not like when i when i get interested in a game it's because i see what i can do and play as in game and i'm like whoa not like this is a cool trailer dude like how much money did this cost you you know what i'm saying okay. you, you know what i like i personally like is and I, I think this is how fallout did it but don't quote me on it but when you see gameplay right mm-hmm. and, and you get excited for the gameplay and then you see a cgi version of it to kind of like make it a little bit more realistic in your mind, that that's awesome to me. Like, that oh, is, this looks fucking. Good. I sweet never now. thought of that. That now that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. But that's when it's backwards, right? Most games are yeah, no, CGI exactly, then gameplay, yeah. and not CGI first. And yeah, and I guess you could still make the connection either way. But I think that first time you see a game, like that's yeah. that's really important. I think 
and I think it, it makes a, a big difference in how you're going to tackle it before launch. And right now, with ba- for example, Destiny 2, not really interested. Um, Battlefront 2 provided, I mean, they said they're going to show us a glimpse of the game, so I'd imagine it's actually going to yeah. show some gameplay. Um, yeah. And I do hope they do that. That's all I'm saying, is because it's it's coming out this year. When they reveal it on April 15th, um, I imagine it's going to be a November game again, maybe October. So if that's the case, depending on when the, the movie this year comes out. And yeah, um, if that's the case, then yeah, I just I hope it ends up being gameplay. That's all I'm kind of getting to. My other sure, thing man. is please bring back Galactic Conquest. Oh, my God. Did you guys ever play Galactic Conquest on Battlefront 1 or 2? I never played Battlefront. So, uh... All right, so <laughs> yeah. let me break it down for you guys. Um, <laughs> it, like a space battle, though. It adds like a minor wow. layer of strategy to uh, what Battlefront really is, which is just like armies fighting against each other. Yeah. And so what happens is you start on one end of the galaxy and your enemy starts out on the other, and you have your own ship, and you can travel from planet to planet, conquering them and building your armies there. And then you can buy, like, as you win battles, you earn credits and stuff. And with those credits, you can buy boosts. Like, you could buy a hero power. You could buy a garrison to give you extra troops when you invade another one's planet. And it's this constant back-and-forth battle. And, and once you conquer all the planets in a galaxy, you're the leader. And you get this special ending. And it's a different one for each faction. And it's, like, its own thing. There's there's nothing like Galactic Conquest, really, when it comes to shooters. And, uh, and it's just, it's so unique. And so I'm really hoping that they bring it back for Battlefront 2. I really do. Because a lot of people were upset that it was missing in Battlefront 1. And I think part of it's because it's it's definitely like a big budget idea. And they yeah. clearly didn't have a single player component to the game at all. But if you can make Galactic Conquest like a multiplayer mode too. Like, oh my god. It, it's That'd almost a, a campaign. a long-ass match. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's a long-ass match. But I look at like, people play Civ 6 and 5 multiplayer. It's like, why yeah. not? How long would one of those be? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, so when he gives this kind of answer, you know it's fucking long. Go on. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, yeah, it could take a real, like, it could take days. So it's like you could slim it down and, and, and truncate man. the match, and instead, like, make it something that could finish in a shorter span of time. Um, just my thought there. But Galactic Conquest could just stay as a single player mode. It doesn't have to be multiplayer. That's how I always played it. And, you know, like you could you know see what they could do. Could do it like ESO. You know how ESO does its multiplayer. They could do it like that. They could with planets and shit. They and could. it could just be like a whole week thing, and then maybe you like align yourself with a faction. Yeah, but like, see, I always found those meta games like For Honor has that, and it's it's so uh, whatever. Like I don't care about it. If they say like, yeah, we got Galactic Conquest, and they do something like that, though, I will be so fucking mad. Oh, yeah. oh man, that would really irk me. Mm. They they could do something like that too. That's the thing. It's like I could see them like, hey, yeah, we got a Galactic Conquest. Everyone's like, all right, the classics back. And then it's like, yeah, when you win a battle, you can assign your assets to like the Empire or the Rebels. How about that? And you can contribute to your Galactic Conquest of your choice. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm ranting now though. I love you, Maddie. It's fine. It's fine. Good rant away. That's that's really all I have to say on that, though. Especially because I already have a video talking about it later on this week. So are, are you excited for it, at the very least? 
Absolutely, yeah. I shouldn't. I shouldn't make it sound like I'm all pissed off and angry about it because, like, I am. I'm really excited for it. I mean, when it comes to Star Wars, like that is definitely my favorite franchise. So I'm like really looking forward to it, especially because Visceral Games is apparently revealing their game at that day too. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for that as well because I love Visceral Games and Dead Space and thinking of them doing a Star Wars game and they have like Amy Hennig writing it. Even though I'm not a big Uncharted guy, like the idea of the Uncharted writer behind it is really cool. And they have Jade Raymond, yeah. so maybe it's like multiplayer or not multiplayer. I mean open world. Because we haven't really had an open world Star Wars game, that would be fucking awesome too. So apparently, there's a trailer done for it, according to a rumor, but we'll see. So yeah, in answer to your question, I'm definitely really excited for it. Fair enough. You're not excited for Destiny two. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you really literally, I'm, 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 here's the thing, though, is that, like, the, and I, I'm completely calling myself out when I say the difference is Star Wars. That is the only yeah. difference. Both games That's underwhelmed fair. the fuck out of me and disappointed me. The only difference here is Star Wars. <laughs> that is now, the now, only reason. Wh- when are each of them releasing, though? Are they close? Uh, Destiny's leaked for November. September. And yeah. I'm assuming... will probably be November. Yeah, Battlefront will probably be November, I think. The movie is probably coming out in December because that's when. So that's kind of close. It's it's kind of like you have to choose. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if like Destiny is going to be a, a pretty expansive game with all the content it's apparently going to offer. Then yeah, it's it's going to yeah be a choice. And, and that's if Battlefront Two, which apparently it is, is increasing in size as well with the campaign with a full on <laughs> multiplayer mode. Oops, I just kicked down my external. Oh, um, nice work, Maddie. Yeah, Shit. it's gonna be a lot. But that is all the topics we have for today. Unless you guys got anything else you want to attack on, because I kind of didn't shut up at all there. Yeah, it's, sometimes we just like to hear you ramble, Maddie. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You just get so emotional and invested. It's great. <sighs> the big sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm sure. I'm sure the game will be great. I'm sure it's going to be everything you ever wanted, and you're going to be on the video on the next pod or the podcast after it, and be like, "This game is amazing, bro." <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so I, I want to sound like that. <laughs> no, I, really, I don't really have much to talk about. I've just been constantly playing Breath of the Wild, so I don't. I'm sure people don't want to hear me rant on about that. It's a fucking fantastic game. Yeah, for me, I have been playing Destiny and Overwatch. Yeah, and oh, I've been playing Persona okay, 3 and Overwatch. Ask, how, how do you not get sick of playing the same games over and over? See, I play- say that, but then I'm like that with Overwatch. Really, I am. I've been playing that for... It's it's going to be It's like one year next month, and like I have not played a multiplayer game for that long stretch of time since like Call of Duty. And I, I play Overwatch like almost on a nightly basis with never and a bunch of other people wow because the game is like really competitive and like you're actually good at the game it actually feels good it does yeah, fair enough. like putting people in the dirt and, like, and, and telling them this you know suck a dick when you kill guys them. are so fucking awesome at overwatch <laughs> <laughs> if you're good at call of duty it's like I, don't, I still don't care you know what i mean like mm. i'm good at call of duty but i just don't care it's call of duty i don't really think it takes that much skill with overwatch no it doesn't like, if yeah. I can be good at Call of Duty, anyone can be good at Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
It, it's funny though when I because I used to be like back in the day, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> I used to be good at Call of Duty. You used to move, and then, you move the payload or something. What was that thing, Soldier Seventy Six? He said something like that. Back in my day. Oh yeah, back yeah, in my day, we'd have this payload delivered already. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but then now, right? Like even if I try and play on the console, I'm shit. But moving from console to PC, I don't think people realize how much of a learning curve there is not even just learning mouse and keyboard like not just like everyone knows how to fucking use a mouse and keyboard but learning it in the proper way to actually play a game and then playing against people that have been playing using that controller style for so long they're better like they're more skilled Mm -hmm. if you if you look at from a gameplay perspective people that are really good on pc are better than people that are really good on console and and i'm not saying this from a leader standpoint because i'm still not even close to that level but it's harder to do better on PC multiplayer games, Genu- generally, no, because it's just, especially when you're moving from a console. No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not. I, I play my PS4 more than anything else. I do have a gaming PC, but I play my PS4 more than anything else, and I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's and again, like fact. I'm saying this is someone that grew up with consoles, and I still love consoles, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm with you. I think that'll wrap up this discussion, though. About an hour and a half. Yeah. It's good length, good healthy length. Good length. Without our little uh, chatterbox Carrick to join us. Um, for those who are wondering, we tried getting into contact with him, but we haven't heard back. So we'll keep you yeah, guys we posted. Ha- we had to move the time. So. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we definitely did. We had to switch the times uh, and the days that we record on. So that's why early access for those who are also listening this far. That's why it took so long because. I didn't think. I kept thinking today was Friday, so I was like, "Yeah, we'll delay it a day. No problem. Don't worry about it." It direct your grievances grievances to at twenty seven G twenty seven status. Oh, I hate wait. your Twitter name. Can you change it? No, please to Mister Maddie plays. No, it's gotta. It's it's to my roots. I used to be G twenty no, seven status before Mister Maddie plays. You know, you know what's funny? You had you had the opportunity. You had that guy with the Twitter handle at Mister Maddie plays. That yeah, was like, he's like Maddie. He's like, I'll give it I to you. I want to give it to you. I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> well, he, no, he would still give it to you because he still has it. Right? I've seen mm-hmm. it. But the, the thing His account thing. literally says, if you want to talk to Maddie, it's at. And he has my Twitter there. So it's like, okay. You just yeah, but you could reach out to him. The, my only worry is that you would try and reach out to him and he just won't respond because he doesn't check it, it anymore. I'm looking at his Twitter right now and his avatar is fallout4.com and it says deleting account. And then his. It's the deleting account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fallout Four stuff here. What the heck? I mean, my my. It doesn't make a difference though, because my Instagram is is Mr. Maddie Place underscore official, and that yeah, and that like that doesn't Whatever. spike in followers or anything. It, it doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm not like that social media I, I guy. Like we're like yo, branding. yeah, That's I know. What... That's the thing is. Like, I remember, like, seeing people like, yo, branding is important. I got the same name on all my sites. <laughs> branding like, is yeah, important. Yeah, I'm like, that's great for you, dude. Well, I'm not fucking, I'm not a corporation. I'm not branding. Because you're a weeb. Yeah, you're it's weird. like, I am G27 status. I am Mr. Matty Plays on Facebook and Instagram. I, I'm Mr. Matty Plays basically everywhere but Twitter. And Twitter, I have the biggest following. So I fucking did something right. Thank you very much. That's <laughs> uh, funny shit, man. Name. Eh. The, the worst thing for me was... Because Lone Bot Wanderer, the, the character length is too long for Twitter. Yeah, and for so Wanderer. long, I genuinely thought my Twitter handle was at Lone Bot Wanderer. But it's actually at Lone Bot Wanderer. Wander. And it just breaks my heart every time I see it. <laughs> 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 oh, 
but I'm not changing it because there's nothing else. I'd love to have the Twitter handle at loan. That would be sweet. Ooh, that'd be cool. Someone I remember when I first started on my Twitter, though. This is before it became really popular. I was like, at, I tried at Maddie. It didn't work. So that would be awesome. Nah. You want one of that those would... OG names? You got to get like a hacker to get that. Yeah. One of those OG names. <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh. That's, <laughs> That's great. All right. Time to wrap things up here. So, Never, thank you for Thanks, joining everyone us. everyone for watching. Yeah. Right. Direct all your memes to at Never That Kid. Mm-hmm. Like, direct all your anime <laughs> oh, stuff oh, yeah. to, miss, to G27 status. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us, bro. I'll probably be talking to you later tonight anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And, Play Overwatch um, tonight. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed episode 102 of the Ham Radio Podcast, and we will catch you guys next week. Oh, follow me on Twitter, too. I need more followers. <laughs> Yo, your Twitter's been up there the whole video. They haven't followed Shit, you. follow me. If you want hot fire memes, just go to my Twitter. I steal every hot fire meme. Like, I, I, why do you call them hot fire memes? I don't know. <laughs>